Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Sunday, a day to worship. Worship a small egg-shaped ball. Oh, no, he drops the ball. Just as Long live the weekend. Long live rugby league. Oh, you gotta love your rugby league. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the Triple M. Sunday Welcome back to it right across Australia and via the Triple M NRL app or the station you are listening to. If you haven't got the app yet, you should get it because finals are only three or four weeks away and you'll be ready to go finals time. Uh, Panthers 25, Broncos 12, Knights 38, Sharks 10, Storm 22, South 16, Gold Coast 18, Dogs 14, two in a row for the Gold Coast. Serious injury, Kieran Foran. Tigers came back from nowhere to beat Manly 34-32. Uh, Great game, young Adam Dewey. So uh, we love Adam and his family. Great people, the Deweys. Roosters 18, Raiders 6. Today, Warriors, Eels, Cowboys, Dragons. Those scores are all thanks to tyre power. And, uh, look, we've got hoops. We've got Gordy Tallis and Maroon here. Sonny Bill Williams, of course, uh, premiered back in the NRL last night at GIO Stadium. Only got 14 minutes. Um, so let's let's open that up, hoops and, and Gordy. First of all, did you think he'd be out there longer than that, hoops? No, given the fact that he's had so much time off, he'd had to have surgery in that time on an injury. Uh He'd had to go into quarantine when he initially arrived in Australia. Now, I've got to say, Anthony, it didn't overly stun me. I, I thought perhaps he might creep up more around the, the 20 minutes of game time. Uh, and I actually thought that he might even be uh, utilised into the match earlier than what he was. But uh, I think it became clear once Sonny was out there, look, he, he's still got star power and he's still got a contribution to make for this Roosters side. As we discussed earlier, I, I reckon one of the biggest benefits um, that perhaps goes a little bit untold and a little bit unseen is just the presence and the aura of Sonny. From an outside point of view, that Roosters side last night looked as though a lot of them grew another leg because they were playing with Sonny Bill Williams mm, and he'd, mm. he'd run down the tunnel with them, he'd warmed up with them. Just his very presence of being around the squad, I thought you could see the influence. All right. Gordy? Yeah. He, he's he's going to get better. I don't know... I don't know what people were expecting from someone playing after, you know, six years out of the game operation. Uh, I thought... He may have got 20 minutes, but he couldn't. Like, they defended three sets in a row when he just come on. So it gassed him out, as he said, his lungs, and he was tasting a bit of blood in his lungs, which happens when you're burning that much. So um, he's going to be better for the run. That's 100% sure. Let's have a listen to Sonny Bill talking about his first outing back in the NRL. Yeah, I think um, we done three sets of six in a row defensively, so that's definitely changed. Um, and that bus ride for, for the old 35-year-old joints wasn't too good coming down here today. So. But besides that, um, I love being back out there. I love being back in the game that I grew up playing. Um, and then to top it off, to be involved with Jay Moss's uh, 300th was a special thing. To be honest, it was pretty fast, but I expected that. I've never, I've never played in the middle of my whole career, so it was nice just to get back out there and just feel the lungs, taste the blood on the chest as you know, bro. 
Yeah, good luck to him too for the next couple of weeks. Hoops, you talked about him being an inspirational player, a player, and Gordy talked about it earlier. Yeah, look over in the line there, Sonny Bill. It's got to lift you a notch. But you'd think the Roosters be one of those sides. I mean, in that side, you've got Boyd Cordney, you've got Waria Hargraves, you've got Jake Friend, you've got a lot of blokes that have been there and done that, the Morris boys, over a long period of time. You have, but Sonny Bill Williams is Sonny Bill Williams, Anthony. There's only... One SBW, and so as much as, look, no one's questioning the Roosters' senior players, their leaders, uh, everything that they've achieved over the course of the last decade, but I think to be able to add a player of Sonny Bill Williams' calibre to your roster at this stage of the season, especially when you consider uh, Victor Radley is out for the remainder of the season, it's a it's a huge coup for the mm. Sydney Roosters. It's a big coup for the game, for yeah. the NRL. Mm. All right, boys. Well, look, uh, before we go to a song, it's uh, the Sunday Sinbin Maroons poll. My poll today is, are you in favour of a second Brisbane team? Now, before you go to your vote, maybe you're in Brisbane and you want to have your say, you want another team other than the Broncos, or maybe you think that second team should be somewhere else. Maybe you think now is not the time. Maybe you think there's not enough talent in the NRL to house another team. So give us your thoughts on Maroon's poll today. Are you in favour of a second Brisbane team at Triple M underscore NRL or the Triple M NRL Facebook page as Triple M rocks the footy? Triple M. Rocks footy. Yeah, we love Brydens. Uh, and look, uh, let's talk about what's been going on. All this talk about the Roosters uh, hoops, and we didn't mention the great Josh Morris racking up 300. Yeah, gee, he's been a terrific player over so many years, Josh Morris. And probably uh, one of the key moments that stands out for me is during a State of Origin series, I think it was 2014, and Greg Inglis, we all know what uh, a threat he was in that arena and the imprint that he left in the cauldron of State of Origin. And Josh Morris uh, had a knee injury. I believe he'd done his PCL, and um, he was over the sideline and being treated by a trainer. And Greg Inglis goes rampaging past at full speed. Uh, And if he scores, then Queensland probably go on to um, record another series victory and that was in the midst of their uh, eight in a row and J-Moz gets up off the deck and uh, chases after GI and cuts him down Mm. and New South Wales go on to cling on and and win that match so uh, the only thing that has eluded Josh Morris to date is a premiership his brother has a couple Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Morris adds to that this season. He deserves it because uh, he's been such a wonderful role model on and off the field uh, for that many years. Had a number of different clubs, like obviously kicked off with the Dragons, then had a lot of success at the Bulldogs. Um, Had to go to Cronulla and decided that when there was an opportunity to go and join his brother Brett, at such a professional club being the Roosters that he'd be mad not to take up that opportunity. And they've been so good this season, the Morris brothers, they're 34. They've been signed to another contract for Amazing, next year. So yeah, yeah they're, they're playing outstanding football and look, Josh has been a, a, an ornament of the game for many, many years. Do you remember that time very early in their career one was playing at the Dragons. One was obviously already gone to the Dogs. And they staged that mock fight in the in-goal area. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember That's that. classic yes. stuff, wasn't it? It was funny. And who's old enough to remember their father, the great Slippery Morris, playing halfback at the Dragons before he ended up on the ding on the wing at the Dragons and then finished his career with the Roosters as well. He was also, Gordy, a class act. Yeah, absolutely, little 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 slippery. But both boys have been super professional, haven't they? Um, you know, Josh Morris has been a great defensive centre, and obviously Brett's a try scorer. But you know, just their competitiveness, and I think the thing that I love about them the most is 
they have a bet every year and they'd make a, a fair bit of money, but it's one carton of beer so they can sit and enjoy it. Mm. So every time that they have that beer, and it's out of who scores the most tries um, each year. So uh, they've been great at whatever club that they've uh, played for and, you know, congratulations to Josh. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? Like you talk about their age hoops and their – and they're just signing another deal. And we look at the age of Cameron Smith and a couple of other blokes like Benji who are getting up there and still looking to continue in the NRL. I wonder if, you know, as we see advancements in modern sports science, we're going to start seeing players play into their 40s. I'm trying to think of the last backs, and you just touched on one there in, in Benji, but like they'll play next year, Gordy. They'll turn 35, the Morris yeah, Poison. Wasn't and Chicka I'm, Ferguson, yeah, Mel Meninga? Yep, yeah, I'm thinking Jason Smith a little bit more recently. Yeah, I think Jason might have been a, yeah, a bit older, maybe around the 35, 36. I think he got Jason. to 36 mm. and was still playing in the yeah. NRL. So, look, it's a hell of a feat. Um, you know, the, the other great thing uh, with Brett Morris is, look, he's playing that good at the moment, and he was that influential last night for the Chooks. If he got picked for the Blues, he would not let no, anybody down. No. Not either of mm. them would. Neither of them would, the Morris boys. But Brett uh, and that game that he had last night, you could really see that he was up for the emotion of the occasion, and it was described as being uh, semi-final football. Mm. I think Josh actually referenced it as being like that uh, after the match. So, you know, they've been... Great role models and wonderful representatives for the game of rugby league for a long time. Hoops and uh, Gordy Tallis and Maroon here, Triple M Rock and the footy for our friends at Brydens. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the coaching merry-go-round. Where are we at now with the likes of, uh, obviously, the Dragons job, the Broncos job? Obviously, the Cowboys have now named, uh, appointed their new coach. But we'll talk more about that shortly as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday's Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M. The Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. It's the Sunday Sinbin with hoops and so to uh, Gordy Tallis and Maroon. Now, very shortly, we're going to take a look at Andrew John's New South Wales side for 2020. But right now, the coaching carousel. Todd Payton's been appointed coach of the Cowboys. No surprise there, hoops. Yeah, great appointment. Uh, look, he's done such a terrific job with this Warriors side in testing circumstances this season. Has had a history up there in Townsville previously and obviously enjoyed strong support amongst the playing group. And apparently what really sealed the deal was his pitch to Jonathan Thurston uh, and the great JT finished listening to the interview and said, that is our coach. So as a result, uh, Todd Payton has won a three-year contract. He'll begin up there uh, from November of this year when the Cowboys head into their preseason, And you'd have to think, like obviously it's been uh, one – disaster to the next for the Cowboys this season. But you'd have to think with the roster they've got, uh, they have to improve next year. Well, yeah, it's great news for him. He's been a breath of fresh air when we look at the success he's had already uh, this year. I've got a feeling, I'm just trying to have a quick look here, he might have come through the ranks at Tamora. I'll just check on that while we uh, talk about our next topic. 
Did, as a player, you uh, talking as about? As a kid, yeah. Come up. Did he go through Tomorrow and then on to well, Sir he was Greg's? At the, he was at the Raiders. Yep. Uh, and then he went to the Roosters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's right. And spent some time there when Ricky Stewart was the coach. Uh, and then cut his teeth primarily under Tim Sheens at the Tigers. So I think that's where uh, Todd gets a lot of his coaching philosophies from uh, and his football education. We've just had somebody from Triple M Tomorrow on the phone. He did play for the Tomorrow Dragons down there with Brucey e. Barrett, father of the great Trent. Yes. Now, um, boys, let's talk about uh, who is going to coach the Dragons because I'm hearing Anthony Griffin, but now I'm hearing coming up the outside is David Ferner. Yeah, David Ferner is in with a big chance. Uh, look, I'd love to see David Ferner get another crack uh, in the NRL. I think that he has learned from his time uh, that he spent with your club, Anthony, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He was up at the North Queensland Cowboys when they won a premiership. He obviously had a previous stint as a head coach with the Raiders and had some success there. Like, mm. got a, a side that at times I think plenty of people doubted whether they could play finals football, and he had them there in September. So, look, I, I think David Ferner being an independent person, as in not having an affiliation with the Dragons side of the board or the Illawarra side of the board, uh, would be a perfect fit. But the other two contenders are also Anthony Griffin and Dean Young. And look, both have strong support amongst the board. They all presented to the entire board last Thursday. Uh, And now the board need to make a decision. I think they'll make it. uh, They've probably already made it, but it's a matter of when they're going to actually announce it publicly. I think it'll be early this week. The interesting thing is they all have to agree. It has to be unanimous. So you've got four people from the St. George, or actually it's only three in the case of Dean Young because Albert Young, who's his old man, decided that he would remove himself um, uh, from the situation in terms of Dean's possibly being employed. But you've got to get everybody united and on the same page. Can I just ask that these boards yep. right, that are making this decision yep. made the last? Uh, and yes. Hang on. There was a different CEO yeah. at the time. And the CEO was Brian Johnson and he, he primarily led the push to – uh, get Mary a, a, a new contract there. Yeah. Also, Hoops and Gordy, yeah. if we look at – if you're saying these three coaches present to the board yep. uh, on credentials alone, you would think, um, you know, Hoops and Ferner have got poor old Dean Young, who we love. Hook and Ferner. Yeah, yeah. Hook and Ferner have yep. got um, Dean Young covered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. if you're looking at experience, yeah. but obviously Dean Young's been working as an assistant at St George Illawarra for a number of years mm. now. Won a premiership there as a player, uh, so they're going to be well versed in terms of his football knowledge and what they think he might be able to achieve if he was to get the gig as the head coach. Mm. Okay, the other one, of course, the the big one, the one that we haven't touched on today at all. What about the Brisbane Broncos job? This is a massive job that somebody is going to get. We keep hearing the names Paul Green and Kevy Walters. I wonder if another game will come, will surface over the next week or two. Obviously now their CEO has come out or the chief executives come out, the chairman and said he doesn't want, you know, the, the business with Craig Bellamy's off for a year and, mm. and Cam Smith as well. Mm. I'd be stunned uh, if it isn't. Kevy Walters. I think it has to be Kevy Walters. I think given everything that the Broncos have been through over the course of the last 18 months uh, and the hemorrhaging uh, and the awful scenario that they now find themselves in on the operating table, there's only one bloke who can go in and fix that mm. um, swiftly and, and that is to get 
Kevy in there. So, look, Paul Green is absolutely in the equation as well. Um, as for all the other possible scenarios about Craig Bellamy 12 months down the track and all that sort of thing, it, it, there might have been conversations at, at, at some elements of the club, but I'd be stunned, especially considering Craig Bellamy repeatedly says that when this Melbourne Storm contract finishes, that that will most likely see him out as an NRL head coach. Right, I'll uh, get an update on our poll too shortly about the uh, second Brisbane team. But Gordon, let me bring you in. You're close to Kevy Walters. I, I think uh, uh, the fact we all know that Kevy most certainly is well qualified for the job. But with Kevy, you instantly get the public, the members back on side. Yeah, I, look, I, I think it's a tough decision at every club because they're down the bottom. You want to give the sponsors hope. You want to give the fans hope. You want to give the members hope. You know, there's there's... You know, it's a big decision to be made. So, you know, you think Kevy ticks all those boxes, but more importantly, you know, he, he's a – I think he deserves an opportunity. And Paul Green would probably tick a few. I don't think he ticks as many as as Kevy, you know. And then, you know, and that's what they're looking at at the Dragon. You know, you've got Dean Young that's making the side play a different style of footy and they seem to be having a go. And you've got Anthony Griffin that's got NRL experience and you've got Dave Ferner that's got NRL experience. And maybe Greeny might be having a go for the Dragon. Like, you just don't know, do you? Mm. Who's put their hand up or what managers. But, yeah, it's probably a tough decision getting a coach. Um, I had uh, I had the decision uh, up in North Queensland, and we went with Neil Henry you mm. know, one year. But he was, you know, at the Raiders, and he was, you know, and you just got to look at everything, what they bring to the organisation and, and the players that you have. Yeah, it's a good point you make there, Goody. Like, when you blokes appointed... Uh, Neil Henry, he got that roster premiership ready. Like a lot of people thought for a couple of years there, they were kicking on mm. the door and they were right on the cusp of, of yes. winning a grand final. But then you had to make the hard decision, which was to move him on, mm. even though he still had time to run. And Paul Green came in and won a premiership straight away. So it's such a, an important decision. And the fact that the Broncos got it so badly wrong around Anthony Seabold now means that the power brokers at the club are jittery and well aware of how critical this call is. If they get it wrong again, I, I hate to think what it could mean for Brisbane. Mm, okay, good. Thanks, Hoops. And thanks, Gordy. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a look at uh, Andrew John's New South Wales side for 2020 and Joey's Kangaroos side for 2020. And maybe mm. we might get Gordy to throw a little bit of Queensland in the mix as well as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Thanks to Reem Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back. We do it for Bryden's Lawyers. In 20 minutes, we've got Parramatta versus the Warriors. So uh, Dan's going to call that one for you this afternoon. That should be a good game. I, I wonder if the Warriors can beat Parramatta at Central Coast Stadium. Well, look, we'll get to that right now. Andrew Johns has named his New South Wales side and his Kangaroos side for 2020. Obviously, Origin this year coming up at season's end. So the New South Wales side, James Tedesco at fullback. Blake Ferguson and uh, Josh Adokar on the wings with Jackie Whiten and Katoni Staggs in the centres. Luke Keary and then Nathan Cleary in the halves. Daniel Saifidi and Junior Paulo up front with Damian Cook. Then the back row, Tyson Frizzell, Boyd Corden to the captain and Jake Trebojevic. Then the bench, Cam Murray, Dale Finucane, Wade Graham, Payne Haas 
18th and 19th, Cody Walker and Zach Lomax. So let me start with that, that one, boys. Just uh, pull, pull that apart a little bit. Katoni Staggs gets a start in Joey's side. Yeah, look, no one's going to argue with the eighth, and he'll obviously be a member of that New South Wales uh, Blues team set up once again with Freddie Fittler and Greg Alexander and Danny Badiris and, and those types of champions. Uh, interesting selections are certainly Staggs and Junior Paulo. Uh, Katoni Staggs, look, that try that we saw him score the other week for the Brisbane Broncos, you won't see better individual uh, brilliance than that. And he's been selected based on the fact that Tommy Turbo has been missing for the majority of this season. But interestingly, Tommy's supposed to be coming back into the setup next week. Uh, for the Manly Seagulls. So he's going to get a couple of games um, towards the back end of the year to push his case for origin selection. I am sure if he is anywhere near full fitness and shows a little bit of something for the Manly Seagulls that in all likelihood he will probably still uh, force his way into the side. Luke Keary, a well-deserved start at number six. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nathan Cleary, cannot ignore, like he's a form halfback of the competition uh, at the moment at the age of 22, which is no mean feat. And then Junior Paulo in the front row. Um, I find that interesting because uh, David Clemmer, I believe, is one of the incumbents uh, and has been playing good footy for Newcastle. But Junior Paulo this year, for a big bloke to be able to punch out the minutes he can and have the football in him uh, that he does. He's not just your traditional bash and barge front rower. He can play um, like a ball playing 5'8 as well, which for a bloke at 120 kilos is a hell of a feat. Okay, Nathan Brown's just joined us, who will, uh, of course, coach the uh, Warriors next season. Brownie, happy Father's Day. Thank you very much. How are you, mate? Fantastic. Just talking about Andrew Johns's uh, New South Wales side. I'll What's get, he got? What is I'll, it? I'll rip into it quickly because uh, you, you've got a call. We've got to start wrapping this up. But a couple of notables that we looked at there, we just talked about Katoni Staggs and Junior Paulo. And Junior Paulo is somebody whose form, I think, has been outstanding for the most part, a 2020 Brownie. Junior Paulo, he's him and Campbell Gillard have both been yeah. very good this year, haven't mm-hmm. they? And probably two of them, probably those two, probably laying a probably a great foundation for why Parramatta are currently sitting in the top four. Yeah, and a couple of real workhorses there on the bench too: Cam Murray, Dale Finucane, and Wade Graham. Well, what they've all got is they've all got a bit of leg speed and they've all got a little bit of foot in them, so they're not um, they're not pigeonholed into blokes that are, I suppose, straight up and down. Yeah, you know, Murray's a ball player. Obviously, Wade Graham's a ball player and can play edge and middle. And Dale Finucane's one of the most consistent players in the competition. And I think he did a great job from last year. And I can't imagine Dale missing out on the, on the way he's played this year. Okay, Brownie, as you call him, Gra Gra, the great Gordy Tallis has got his Queensland origin team for 2020. Yeah, just at short notice. Read I, it out to me, Graham. Right. I, I got fullback. I got Ponga uh, on the wings. I got uh, AJ Brimson. And Valentine Holmes in the centres. I've got Gay Guy and Morgan, Justin, I mean, uh, Michael Morgan, Halves of Munster and DCE, the front row, Josh Papali and Lindsay Collins from the Roosters. I think he's having a great season. Uh, I've got Cameron Smith at number nine. Uh, if he retires, I think he'll go out playing Origin. Um, I'll be certainly making that call. We've got Kafusi for feeder, Josh Maguire at lock on the bench. I've got Ben Hunt, Jai Arrow, Christian Wealth, and Kirk Capewell. I think he's going great at the Panthers. He's one of those versatile guys that can pop in the centres or whatever. That's just off the top of my head, and I'm sure I've missed out on so many mm. players because I don't have the full list of Queenslanders in front of me. But we'll play like Queenslanders. That's I'll, all we've got to I'll do. I'll throw it back at you. Uh, a very underrated player, and no coincidence when he was out last year, we didn't do quite as well at the Knights, and no coincidence since he's been out this year, the Knights haven't played as well. Big Edric Lee. 
He was really? Eight, he was yeah. 18th man mm. last year. And until you actually work with him and have him in your squad, you know, I know Denny Badiris wasn't involved with the club last year, but when Bedsy got involved this year, when Edric got hurt, he said to him, he, goes, he said himself, he goes, how good a play is Big Edric? He's a, and he's a big man. He's you know, six foot four, six five. Mm. Good player. The other and, and big Tino too, mm. Gordy. I wouldn't be leaving him out of my Oh yeah, you got to get, oh, yeah. see, that's, gotta get see him in, Gordon. He's, hey, I can't give him. He can't shoot all my bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the, the big one there. Hang on, the big one there. We've buried the lead. He's just selected Cameron Smith. I reckon he yeah. knows something. Yeah. I'm tipping yeah. Gordy might have something up his sleeve <sighs> a little bit there. What do you What do you know, Gordy? I know, I, and I know nothing. I just mm. know that he's our. Greatest ever number nine, and mm-hmm. I don't want to. And if he's going to retire and he's still got that itchy feet, it's just three games, Cameron. You get to play your last game in Queensland. I think the last state of origins in Queensland, I think it'd be huge. And there's a little holiday for you and the kids in Hawaii. They'd probably, <laughs> they'd probably open the borders for Smithy, wouldn't they, Gordy, up there? You serious? Private jet and everything. <laughs> he mate, buddy, he's already up here, Cameron. So mm. he knows what it's like, and he knows what it's like to pull the jersey on. And if it's if he's not a hundred percent sure, and Melbourne Storm go all the way, it's not up for the old state timer to come back. And that's just a, you know what we? I think we respected his decision the last time, but this time as a. As an old player, mate, I'd be giving him a call and say, Cam, hey, Cam, come out, mate. What about uh, Brownie? Oh, what I'll do is I'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll have a look at this uh, Parramatta Warriors game today. But there they, there you go. There's um, the Joey Johns origin side and so too Gordy Teller. Stay with yeah. us, Brownie, because we'll preview this next game, which you'll be part of, and we'll be asking you the pertinent questions such as, what did you get for Father's Day as Triple M rocks the footy? Thanks to Reem Hot Water, Triple M rocks footy. McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. We've got Gordy Tallis. We've got James Triceps Hooper. We've got Nathan Brown. Brownie, yesterday when you went home, social media went bunter, which we know is one level up from Burko, over you and your little dog, Honey, with the bung leg. What happened to Honey and is, and is she okay now? So Honey uh, was just uh, just a born with a bit of a problem where every now and then a leg would dislocate. Right. So... <laughs> That's his dog, by the unfortunately, way. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> oh, Honey's honey. actually named after Chris Badiris because Betsy's wife's nickname is Honey Bunny. Right. And she got a dog for her boys and was sending pictures to my wife. So my wife said, well, I think we need to get a dog. So the dog's actually named after Betsy's wife, so her name's Honey. Isn't that nice? And her knee kept dislocating. We thought the young bloke was getting a bit rough, but we took it to the uh, to the vet at as I said yesterday, Benny and the Pets outstanding down there. The only problem, <laughs> only problem with at Benny and the Pets is Benny's actually a bulldog supporter. Right? Is he? Yeah. So he's a bulldog's man, but, Benny. But outstanding, outstanding vet down at uh, down at Cogger, and he said that um, obviously yeah, you got it for free, eh? No, no, no. Vets aren't oh. for free. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> vets aren't. I, my brother-in-law went somewhere to get six stitches the other day. It cost him six hundred. We got an operation for twelve hundred. Got a whole knee done. Yeah, so. right. That's uh, they're very, very, very yeah. reasonably Benny priced down at Benny and the Pets. So. Outstanding, yeah. And so her knee kept dislocating, <laughs> so they've uh, she's had major surgery. I could have bought a grain and maybe got a return on my money, but this dog's cost me a fortune. <laughs> it's cost me an absolute fortune. So she's got two oh, pins in her knee at the stop moment. Either. She's well, got two pins in her knee, and she's more important than. She's definitely more important than me in the household yeah. amongst everyone anyway. Oh, good to hear Honey's going well, mate. She's on the mend. Yeah. Uh, now, listen, let's talk about the NRL game this afternoon. Parramatta taking on the Warriors. Brownie, Parramatta got absolutely flogged, flogged last week by South. It was a real reality check. Can they bounce back? Are they still premiership threats? Uh, look, they need to turn their form around. They went into last week's game off the back of probably a month of footy, which wasn't near where they were playing earlier in the year. Now, whether they've... 
uh, regressed or they've stayed the same and other sides have, have progressed a lot. I'm not too sure which way they're looking at it, but their form certainly is not quite where they'd like it to be. Um, they need to put in you know, a good performance in the coming you know, coming weeks so that probably not only for uh, a ladder position but also for their own state of mind and for the, the coach to probably have that confidence in the team, you know. So, um, you know, they're meeting the Warriors side who have obviously been playing well, but unfortunately for the Warriors, this this is probably the first week for a long time they haven't had any loan players. So, you know, they had Poasa for a while, then they had Hetherington from Penrith, both did a great job. And then George Jennings has been doing a terrific job on the wing and mm. young Alvaro too playing in the middle. So obviously they can't play against their holding club, which is unfortunate for the Warriors, but it gives a couple of the younger players an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, how, what do you think, Gordy, today? Do you think Parramatta... Will lift, will win? Oh, well, they should on ability, shouldn't they? But I think for about six weeks there, Parramatta, they had, like, they jumped out of the blocks once COVID come back and they were the side that trained the hardest. I think um, Arthur come on our show and said that all the players were beating their time. So, so they jumped out and I think what happened to them last year, you know, their first semi final, I think, was against Brisbane. It was 58 nil and they went like that. So maybe they're changing the way that they're training, trying to peak two or three games after that. So that's the only excuse you can give Parramatta. But um, they've got to get back in that winning circle and get some good performances. What is it? Three more, three more home and away yeah. games mm. before the final start. So I think Parramatta need a really good performance today against a side that's been really good. They've been. Um, Pretty solid the last couple of weeks, the Warriors. But uh, Hoops, Brownie makes a good point there that, you know, all the lone players, they've got such good service out of lone players, the Warriors, but they, they don't have any today. Um, and, and they're uphill getting to the eight. But uh, by geez, it'll be a story if they make the eight. I'll be one of the biggest stories of the season if they can somehow, from where they were, uh, claw their way back and under the coaching of Toddy Payton and all these lone players and all the other challenges and sacrifices that everybody involved with the Warriors has had to make, uh, if they make the finals, be one of the stories of the season, no question. But where it's critical from an Eels point of view, as you touched on, and I know you love um, uh, putting it up in banner headlines that the Bunnies flogged them by 39 points to nil, you're right. They were absolutely blown off the park uh, by South last week. And if they don't bounce back this week, well, they've got to face Penrith next week. So to hang on to that top four spot is so critical for the Eels. So if they're going to get it right, it needs to start this afternoon against the Warriors. And Canberra and South Sydney's form is pretty good, isn't it? So they're going to win their share of games coming on those two. So Parra need to win. And then on the eighth spot, you know, Cronulla's looking like losing some players with suspension and Cronulla's got a very, very hard run coming in. So mm. if the yep. Warriors could find a way... To win today, because young Ellie Katoa's out as well, so lost a few from last week. If they can find a, a way today, Cronulla's got a very difficult three games coming up. All right, Brownie, we'll catch you on the call with Dan. Thanks, nice, Maroon. Nice to see you in here. Glad to know that Honey is well. Hoops, <laughs> t- t- you actually went all right today. I mean, you didn't set any records. You weren't in my league, but you went okay. Thanks, Anthony. Gordon, tell us, have a great Father's Day, my friend. Thank you, and I'll uh, talk to all the listeners for the second game. Okay, the good Cowboys as Cowboys versus the Dragons. You were there with Big Ben Dobbin, and the Round Mound of Sound. Yeah, the White Antler, the original. <laughs> the original, <laughs> Uncle Buck. Uh, that's just about it from us. Uh, we'll hand you over to you, Dan Ganane for the call, which is coming up very shortly. And as usual, we do it thanks to Bryden's Lawyers on one 848 or brydens.com.au, brydens.com.au. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.